You are tuned in with Reverend and Goodwill Ambassador Art Wilson. We started laying hands on people and the Spirit of God flooded into that place and God did incredible things. Each week, you are invited behind the scenes to be a part of exclusive and unique topics about world news, biblical finds, and religious events. Here's your host, Art Wilson. What an honor to be with you and all of the powerful prayer warriors in the southern region of this great country, the American country, and we're so thankful for the prayers of the saints and the people of God and the leaders of God that comes out of that area. Thank you so much. What a powerful... Go ahead. Tell us, Bishop, what is happening, what's going on, and what do we need to be praying about? What are you sensing in the Spirit? Well, I tell you what, Pastor, um, let me first apologize for this brief visit this time. It is extremely busy. As you all know, the whole world has shifted on January the 20th, and I am caught up in the entire process, there is so much going on that I need to transmit to the people of God. And right now, I will be rushing momentarily into another meeting. I just got off a plane, wanted to stop and catch up with this prayer meeting, because if Pastor Collins calls me, I'm going to do whatever I can to be of any assistance I can. And I so appreciate his trust in us. And so I wanted to take a moment just to give you an update of what God has been showing me based on the information. Now, we need to talk, Pastor, because the information that is being downloaded into the system of our world is going to stagger us as it is revealed. There is so much on the agenda. Oh, Lord, help us. The things that I know, the church needs to be in prayer. And and let me just say this before I have to get off. The church needs to be in prayer. And I, what I have figured out with all of this is that the world is going to be reached one way or another. God, I feel the Holy Ghost, God is going to have his purpose accomplished in the earth one way or another. God would prefer a certain way, and so would we. But we need to understand that this is going to wind down whether we like it or not. And let me just say what I mean by whether we like it or not. Something happened to us as Americans these last so many years. The Bible tells us in Matthew twenty four fourteen that this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached. This is not an option. God is not asking us permission. God is letting us know his agenda. God is letting us know what he has set in time, that there will be somebody that will preach this gospel. It might as well be you, 
and it might as well be me. But if we decide somehow that we're not going to fulfill the Great Commission, God has a way of raising up somebody that will accomplish his purpose. God will go out somewhere in the alleys and the highways and byways and anoint somebody with the giftings of God to run through troops and leap over walls. God has a way. So when he says that this gospel shall be preached, he is not asking us permission permission he is letting us know what is going to take place these this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world yes it shall be a witness unto all nations all nations are going to hear this and then shall the end come the end is tied to the preaching of the gospel so god is moving this thing forward and we have a mandate, and what we have to understand as we move through this, when I say that God's going to do this one way or another, is that sometimes God has to pressure his people into the will of God. Pressure is God's fail-safe. Pressure automatically activates in the life of a child of God when nothing else works, when all other options have been exhausted and we seem to still be off track. God has a way when nothing else works of using pressure to drive us back on the right track because he has a plan and he loves us enough to even discipline us. He loves us enough to even push us with pressure. And if we, wonder, if we wander astray, God moves to get us back on track in a loving way. If prayer, he, he, he puts, he ignites prayer. And if prayer won't work, he'll ignite preaching. And if preaching won't work, he'll ignite the, pro, the prophetic word. And if the prophetic word won't work, He'll send you a lifeline. Somebody will knock on your door, call you on the phone, and say, God laid you on my heart. If that doesn't work, God exhausts all his options. He, he sends pressure. He sends pressure. He loves us enough to spank us. And I'm going somewhere because I only got a few seconds. But God loves us enough to spank us. He loves us enough to give us an old-fashioned southern spanking. He go ahead and ignites the rod of correction and, and I want, you, I want to tell you all something. Nobody loved me as much as my mama, mama, or rest her soul. She loved me more than anybody on the face of the earth. But I want you to know something. Mama Ora would not hesitate to knock my head off my shoulders, to Praise slap God. the spirit back in the back of my head if, she, if her loving warnings did not work. Because she knows if I got to do it, I'll do it. But you need to just listen. And sometimes our heads are so hard that we need a correction. We need course correction to happen. And God's will is going to be done, I feel the Holy Ghost, one way or another. It's going to be done. God said something like, as many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Love is tied to pressure. Love is tied to discipline and rebuke and chasing because God loves us enough that if it takes 
discipline to keep us going in the right direction. He knows we'll thank him later. So he ignites that discipline because we don't know what's going on in our life, and he needs to do something to help us. And, 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 and that's kind of where our world is. Now, let, let, me, let, me, let me get on point because I, I chased the rabbit, but let me get on point. Let's look at this. We need to pray. The church needs to pray more than ever before because on a political landscape, I mentioned last time I was on this prayer, prayer call, and I told you this, we, we're at a crossroad. This thing could go in one direction or the other. And if we go in one direction, we know that we have, we have had more time. We've had a, an extended space of grace. But if we go in a different direction, we know that God is jump-starting his agenda, and he is moving this thing closer to the end. He is moving this thing closer to the end. And, and something we need to understand as the church is there are in some ways as a body, we failed horribly the last few years. Many of us were so distracted that all we could talk is politics. Wow. Many of us were so caught up that our Facebook pages and our Twitter pages and our Instagram was doing nothing but pushing the agenda of this world system and what we're arguing for and defending for it. And there was division breaking out among the church like never before. I was talking to our superintendent many times behind closed doors trying to explain to him why we've got to, we got to move forward we, because it was things coming against the body. There's things happening because we got so politically caught up because we had had a space of grace and people were defending it in the wrong spirit. They were looking at it in the wrong spirit, and they were focusing on the political instead of the God that had extended that grace, and they literally turned grace into disgrace and divided the body. And let me remind everyone, we've got to understand, we only have one God. We only have one Savior. And if there's anything good ever happened to us, we don't glorify the man. We don't glorify the woman. We don't glorify the vessel that he used. We glorify the hands that used it. We glorify the Lord God Almighty. And our Savior is not in the White House. Our Savior is not in the Senate. Our Savior is not in the Congress. And there's been some embarrassing things that have been exposed in us that needs to be course corrected. And so time has moved, and now we are entering into a wake-up call. Now, let me just tell you what I mean by wake-up call. We are entering into a chapter. We are entering into a time where God is driving us into the arena because this thing's getting ready to move. It reminds me of when Jesus was driven into the wilderness to be tempted of Satan. He was The spirit driveth him into an arena. He wasn't driven there to expose him. He wasn't driven there to be defeated. He wasn't driven there because it was of the will of the devil. He, was, he wasn't driven there because he was forsaken. He was driven there because it was time to reveal him. 
It was time for the world to know that God has manifested himself in the flesh, and he needed to beard the spirit world and make a show of it openly. And the church has all power to change this world, and we're being driven right into the arena. There has been a chapter that has turned. There's been a page that has turned, and we're now being driven right into the arena where the real church has to stand up. We have no choice anymore because what's happening on the political canvas, they are making decisions right now. You need to hear me. We need to pray. They are making decisions right now with muting the church in mind. They're making decisions right now. The agenda on the table is not all the things they're talking to you about. Everything has a underlying purpose. Everything has a sinister back backing behind the scenes. There's things lurking in the shadows, and the pressure is getting ready to be turned up on the church. But I want, you, I want to just remind you, when you see the pressure, don't be worried. We don't, we don't disintegrate in pressure. We get stronger in pressure. When we see the opposition that's getting ready to quickly be unveiled, and we'll talk about it later, but when we see these things approaching, don't you think it's because we're weak? It's because we're strong. God is driving us into the arena. It is time. It is time. We have to understand that the world has been planning this. We are now marching in on the 75 years of the existence of Israel the existence of the United Pentecostal Church, the existence of the United Nations. Everything is pushing against each other, coming to this finale. It is getting ready to be time. Right now, we are seeing a control of the legislative, the executive, and the judicial. We are seeing a complete unifying of the kingdom of darkness. There is nothing now to oppose them but the church. They're coming together. You now have a unified Congress. You have a unified Senate. You have a unified legislative. You have all of these things happening, ready to move the one world agenda. And it has been foretold. It has been foretold. And we're moving. And I want to remind you, the United Nations doesn't have an agenda past 2030. They are not even looking past 2030. It doesn't make any sense to us because what is going on, but they're working on something. And we need to be in prayer because the church is now getting ready to be on the stage of performance. We are going to be driven into the arena, and we've got to stand. Persecution only makes the church stronger. And I want to ask this group, I want to ask this prayer group, I want y'all to go into prayer with me because the thing that I know, the thing that I have seen is getting ready to be unveiled in increments. There's going to be a time release of waves of stuff that's going to happen, and we need to pray. We don't need to be discouraged. We need to pray. We don't need to back up. We need to just keep on praying and knowing that nothing happens that God didn't first approve, and he's going to give us power that's yes. going to be greater than the power of darkness because where sin doth abound, Grace doth that much more abound. The darker the night, the brighter the light. We're getting ready to have power like never before. And I want you to lead us in prayer, Pastor Collins, because i got to get to this meeting. And I want you all to know we love you, we're with you, and we're here to give you the information from the inside. So keep us in prayer because it's getting ready to get hot, but pressure has always caused us to shine. The church, the Bible says, and persecution hit the church. But the response was not a destroyed church. The response was, and they went everywhere, 
preaching yes. the gospel, and there was revival like never before. If it can work for the first church, it can work for the last church. Thank yes. you, Pastor. Thank you. Lead us God in bless you. God bless you, Dr. Wilson. We know you got to run. Amen. Saints of God, as the man of God has spoken to us today, he said that persecution is coming, but it's not designed to destroy us. It's designed to make us stronger. He is asking specifically for us to pray. He had to run. But he's asking us specifically to pray now for the direction of the body of Christ, knowing that the pressure has come to push us into our destiny. I want us to open this prayer line and begin to pray for Dr. Wilson, not just him, but pray for the church globally as we enter into this next season. We need direction from God. Let's pray and seek the face of our God tonight in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, Father. We give you glory. We appreciate you tuning in and invite you to review this podcast and share this episode on social media to help spread the good word. 